0: What's going on everyone? You're listening to the Asian MMA podcast where we talk about everything and anything going on in the world of Asian MMA. This episode is brought to you by violence. I'm Dana Bluin and we had an action-packed weekend in Asian MMA so let's get into it. We had two massive shows go down, one championship, Dreams of Gold in Bangkok, and Risen 18 in Japan. And of course we have to talk about one's first open weigh in and hydration tests since switching to their no cutting policy. Let's start things off here in Bangkok with one dreams of gold. This was a kickboxing and muay thai heavy card which one tends to do with their shows in Bangkok because simply that's what the local fans do want to see. This was a great card though from start to finish, but for me the fight of the night, the one that blew any and all expectations was Stamp Fairtex versus Asha Roka. This was only Stamp's second MMA fight, but keep in mind she's already the one woman's atomweight Muay Thai and kickboxing champion, so she's no stranger to the fight game. Stamp looked phenomenal in this fight. She took it to Roka and never stopped. She dominated everywhere the fight went, and on the ground, where I thought she might have some problems, she might struggle, she looked amazing. She was so dominant on the ground, at one point, Michael Schiavello on commentary had one of his best lines of the night. He said, Roka is being mounted more than a pummel horse. That's how dominant Stamp was. Stamp ended up putting Roka away with a rare naked choke in the third, and from what I saw, I'll be honest, the rest of that division needs to be on notice. I'm not sure if she's ready for the top of the division just yet, but it won't be long another fun and really entertaining fight on the card was a clash between cambodian chan ratana and cuban olympian gustavo Ballart. the size disparity between these two was just massive Ballot was so much shorter he's just stockier but short despite having a massive size disadvantage balter dominated most of the fight with his wrestling with the lone exception being about the last minute of the fight where chan had a strong rally and he honestly came very close to finishing Ballard. he was probably just a little too gassed to finish him off but Balak controlled the majority of that fight. Somehow though Chan took the decision victory and I'll be honest it's decisions like this that are just another reason i dislike one's method of scoring the fight as a whole i'm going to do a much more in-depth episode about that down the road because i do want to talk about the scoring disparity and the different methods of scoring fights and why i think the 10-9 must system is much better than the fight as a whole system at the end of the day though ballock got robbed in this fight he should have won that decision easily now sticking with one championship as i said at the beginning of the show they live streamed their first weigh-in and hydration tests since switching to a no cutting policy after the death of fighter yang Jianbing bing in 2015 when he was attempting to make weight one's taken a lot of criticism for their lack of transparency in a number of areas weight cutting being one of them michael fidel over at the body lock has a fantastic piece up about this and so i'm going to link to that in the show notes i highly recommend you give that a read it's very strong work by michael i will say this though i was very impressed with one step towards transparency in this matter though i think they didn't go far enough and i'm going to talk about why for starters the weigh-in and hydration tests were conducted by one itself there was someone who was opening and checking the specific gravity of the urine which i'll say is actually a step up because they were wearing gloves and about a week ago we saw photos surface on twitter of former ufc champ and one vp rich franklin and another one employee and former fighter Bashar ahmad handling urine samples without gloves so the fact that they had someone who was dedicated to this job wearing gloves testing the urine good move after the test, the specific gravity and weight were read off and recorded by another one executive, Rick Audi. Now, ideally, one should hire a third party to conduct these weigh-ins, much like a commission would be the third party in a country with a commission. There's also the matter of this just being one of the three weigh-ins and hydration tests that are supposedly done. So there's still a lot of room for improvement but I think one got off to a good start. I hope they continue to improve this and truly move towards transparency. This was definitely a step in the right direction. UFC 241 was also this weekend, and while it didn't take place in Asia, Road FC and deep veteran Kyung Ho Kang took a split decision win over Brandon Davis, so shots out to him for representing Asian MMA over in the US. Now, moving over to Japan, we close out the weekend with Risen 18. This was a really great card and even had a kickboxing match with John Wayne Parr who dropped the split decision to Zenolini. Now in other MMA action on the main card, Manel Cape got a fantastic second round KO over Mizugaki. Victor Henry pulled out a third round finish over Trent Gridham with a slick inverted triangle despite taking one of the worst cup shots I've seen in a very long time. Ayaka Hamasaki extended her win streak to Five with a first round submission win over Amp Boonsorn in a fight that was full of some very technical grappling. Amp spent most of the time in control on the ground until Hamasaki was able to get a reversal and secure the armbar. In the main event, though, we had an amazing display of striking when Kai Asakara earned a beautifully violent first-round knockout over Hirogachi. Asakara used his reach to his advantage and played it cool early on with Horigachi being the aggressor, but about a minute in he hurt Hirogachi. And the aggression came out. He chased him down, landing basically everything in his arsenal before putting Horikuchi out cold. This was a fantastic main event to cap off a a great card. I mean, this is the type of main event you want. Just both guys going at it. Horikuchi really pressing the action. And then Asakura just able to come in and get the finish and really put in the work. Fantastic way to cap off the card. I love what Risen's doing right now with Asian MMA. They really are, to me, the jewel of Asian MMA. They are the most exciting promotion in the region i just love love their events that's all i have for you guys today to stay up to date with all things asian mma be sure to subscribe to the podcast on itunes google play spotify stitcher youtube facebook of all the links in the show notes check it out